0: 98.9% water molecules. I mean, that's incredible. Like when you really think about it, water is the most renewable resource. When you're sleeping at night, you know, you're respirating, it's coming out of you, it's in the air all around us. Water molecules are everywhere and they're carrying information. The thoughts that I'm thinking are carrying this vibrational frequency and that's affecting the water molecules in the air.
1: What up? What up? What up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Max McCoy and this is Looking Up. On this podcast, I like to try to dissect and learn about, you know, how can we learn to find this sense of authentic direction? How can we begin to pursue a path that feels like it's our path? Like how do we begin to walk throughout life in a, in a way that is custom made for us? I think we all have a journey that we're supposed to be going on, the hero's journey that Joseph Campbell calls it. And on this podcast, I try to like break down how do we find that? How do we pursue that? What are some of the nooks and crannies? And I hope this podcast supports you. I know it's supporting me, and I hope you know it can bring you some value in your own life. On this episode, I'm so excited to be sharing with you guys my friend, health expert, educator, business owner, Tracy Deuce. Tracy is a absolute expert in the health and wellness field. She is a queen of hydration. And my limited understanding of hydration definitely expanded because of this conversation with Tracy. I used to think, you know, is my water purified? Yes or no. Am I drinking enough water? Yes or no. And that's where my knowledge of hydration kind of stopped. Tracy breaks it down like we are made up of water every cell in our body is water our brains is water The air we breathe is water So it makes sense (laughs) that we should have a better understanding of this very foundational pillar of health And I optimize and try to take seriously my health So that I can show up in the world the way I want to the so that I can have the energy and the vitality and the the means of thinking to pursue the life I want, to build the things I want, to play on this earth the way I want. And so we talk about the very foundation of health today, water. And Tracy breaks it down. What is healthy water? What is true hydration? We have strayed so far from it and, and Tracy really breaks it down for us in a way that's understandable. And she gives us actionable ways we can start to prioritize hydration now. We also talk about other pillars of health, you know, outside of water, how can we begin to come home to ourselves? And with Tracy, it's always simplifying rather than over-complicating things. She really simplifies the foundation of health for us. We talk about the power of intention and the literal science behind like, how our thoughts structure water, how they structure our bodies, how they can change our environments. Such a powerful conversation with Tracy. She brought so much value and I'm excited for you guys to listen. But before we get into it real fast, I just want to say thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the show. There's so many places you could be. So the fact that you're stopping by here is very cool to me. If you want to support my work and the show, Share this with a friend. Um, You know, you could post a screenshot to your Instagram. That way, I can, you know, I could say thank you directly. And then, if you don't mind, take five seconds and leave a review on Apple iTunes. That really helps the show grow organically and helps me get more and more guests like Tracy on the show. So that's it. That's enough of an intro. I so appreciate you guys being here. I appreciate Tracy for joining me. Please enjoy this conversation. I know you will. With health and hydration expert Tracy Deuce. Tracy, welcome to the podcast. I'm very excited we're finally doing this.
0: Oh, I'm so honored. Thank you for having me, Max. I just adore you. So, <laughs> even have this time to have a conversation.
1: I know. It feels, uh, we just had a beautiful conversation before recording. It just feels like perfect timing um, in both of our journeys to be talking. You had, I, I really resonate, and I think the reason we get along is because, I don't know, I really resonate just with the way you go about life and the way you approach life. And, you know, we ran into each other at a couple of events and we just, and it just felt like kindred spirits a little bit, even though it was very brief interactions. But I want to go back to your background. Cause I'm like, I wonder how this shaped Tracy. You grew up in a missionary home, um, which is super unique. <laughs> Tell me kind of what that was like. And before we get into, cause you're like the queen of hydration. There's so much to unpack with what, you know, like, but before we get into your work, how, how did, that missionary life kind of shape you, form you? What, would that, what was that kind of like?
0: Wow, that's a great question, Max. So my parents were definitely fully immersed in just seeing how they could love at the highest level and give. I remember when I was growing up, my parents like probably never locked the door. Um, we never had a meal without another person at the dinner table. <laughs> Um, almost every morning, I'd wake up, and there was a new person on the couch, because they'd brought someone in that just needed a place to sleep, and so that was my norm, it was like, I didn't know anything else, you know, how when you're a kid, it's like, you just think this is normal, like, no, yeah, you pick up totally. this person on the couch, and <laughs> there's 10 people at the dinner table all the time, and like, the stove's always on, my mom's always cooking and serving, and she never even had a diamond ring, she didn't want anything, like, of value on this earth she just wanted to like pour into people and wow um i know it was just such a blessing to grow up in that home and so that kind of was just like my norm and i thought okay so when i grow up what am i gonna do to serve and love at the highest level and that's like it's a constant journey that that's unfolding because every day it looks different you know and right now for some reason, it feels like it's about hydration. <laughs> That's what it, yeah. it turned into. Um, but the what what got me interested in water was when I was fifteen. I had the opportunity to go on a medical trip. I had started premed when I was when I was fifteen, and this uh, doctor allowed me the opportunity to go visit him in this indigenous village in Guatemala for the summer and help him perform surgery and get vaccinations and teach about health but the thing that stood out to me the most on that trip was that the people were very sick the children were dying because the water that they were drinking was contaminated and it just it was so devastating to see how something so simple, how here us in the United States, we can just turn on the faucet and may not be the best water, but we're not gonna die from tap water typically over a short period of time. Um, but over there, they were really sick. And so it just opened my eyes up and I came back and I've always had this heart for wanting to educate people on hydration and helping people have that resource this living water in all aspects mentally physically spiritually that that living water that can help them come alive
1: Mm. and and what so when when I first think hydration at least before I met you it was like oh I'm you know I I know my stuff I I drink you know filtered water I don't drink tap water I drink a lot of water you know I was an athlete so it's always make sure you're getting enough like volume of water that and that was about it and I was just in Mexico and so coming home back to California I have a new sense of like gratitude for water um, just because I would have to buy bottled or like big jugs and and now I have like a reverse osmosis kind of thing but once I started finding your work and I've learned a little bit through people like Darren Olian talking about water there's so much not only I don't know but just everybody doesn't know about water and so what did you find on this? Like, it sounds like you went on a bit of a, a quest to kind of learn everything about water, how it's so foundational to us. What are, I know that this is a huge topic, but you could, you know, talk about it for hours, but what are some of the things you started to find?
0: Max, you know, it's interesting because my daughter, uh, when I was pregnant for my daughter, Grace, I, All of a sudden, I started getting really thirsty, and I couldn't quench my thirst. Mm. And it wasn't gestational diabetes. All of my panels, blood panels, were coming back perfect. But the thirst was so desperate. It was like I would wake up in the middle of the night literally with my tongue stuck to the roof of my mouth. Or I couldn't open my eyelids because my eyeballs were so dry that I had to – like with my eyeballs shut, go to water and like open my eyelids. That's how dry everything was. And I had, I would keep a gallon of water next to my bedside so I could just chug water because I was so thirsty. And if I didn't have water near me at all times, I would get anxious because it was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to get thirsty. And so going to the allopathic doctors, having these tests, them telling me you're fine, you're fine. And clearly, a lot of us understand that story where we're like, okay, maybe our blood panels are coming back where they appear normal, but I don't feel well. Yeah, And that's where, you know, you have to listen to your body, listen to the signs, listen to the symptoms. So since I, I didn't have any answers coming back to me, I had to really start searching myself. And it, it turned out that my daughter had to be, um, emergence come out through emergency cesarean at 35 weeks because she only had two centimeters of, of amniotic fluid. Wow. And she was basically in a dry sack, and they said, if we don't get her out now, you know, she could die, like pinch her cord or something. We need to get the baby out. So they, you know, did the, the cesarean, and even after she was born, I was still so dehydrated no matter how much water I drank. So... It was really out of desperation that this journey began for me because I started to just drink different types of water and realized that when I drank mountain spring water, I felt hydrated. When I drank, um, just bottled purified water, I didn't feel quenched or hydrated. So I started to think like, okay, what's different about mountain spring water than purified (laughs) water. A big difference is that it has minerals in it and the other water didn't so then that led me down this path to think like hmm so what do minerals do and what what um what or what is the vehicle or the what do they do that helps the water get into the cell mm-hmm. and so i really started to learn about minerals and being balanced your your intracellular fluid and your extracellular fluid having that osmotic balance and how important that is and how having um all 78 trace elements from the ocean's plasma um is so important and it's identical to what our blood plasma should look like so just learning these little things that most of us are not taught we don't grow up learning what type of water we should drink we just typically learn drink purified clean water but max water is 98.9 percent of the molecules that we're made of and if we're not optimizing this water that we're drinking then we're doing ourselves a great disservice for our health for our mental health for everything that uh requires us to be vital and have a have the best life that we can live
1: yeah that makes a lot of sense to me. And um, especially with the with the times we're in and, and immune health has never been a bigger point of conversation. It makes sense that the thing that we're literally made of should be taken into consideration when it comes to our health. I'm wondering, I, and I don't want to like disrespect how high level and smart you are. I'm going to try to bring you to Lay's terms. How can we simplify and, and kind of hammer home the difference between like what, what I might be drinking and like, quote unquote, purified water to what you're saying we need? Like, why is it? Why is it so crucial? Because I know you're you're not, you know, making this for now your your life's work for nothing. Like this is super, super important. Could you just like, reiterate to me, you know, and my, my brain is so not science brain. So as as yeah. simplified as possible, like, why? Why is it so important?
0: Basic way that we could put it is, think about your cell phone. If you didn't plug your cell phone in at night, what would happen?
1: Uh, It would die. It would. It would run out of battery.
0: (laughs) It would. It would like, yeah. It would die. The cells inside would not be able to communicate with each other because Mm -hmm. there wouldn't be that charge inside, and. It's the same thing with our body. The water is the thing that conducts the energy so that all of the cells inside your body can talk to each other. And you are a bag of cells. Your body is comprised of cells. And inside of those cells are water molecules. And those water molecules are the things that are sending these signals. They have information inside of them, just like the cells inside of your cell phone there's information stored inside those water molecules. Those water molecules, the information that's in there is sending information, that's like what's carried inside your whole body and it's all communicating. Wow. Through that electrical charge. And the water is um, it's the conductivity. So, but without minerals, Inside the water, the water cannot be charged. That's why it's called electrolytes. We say electrolytes because basically, electrolyte means minerals in a water solution. So, if you're you, you being a pro athlete or being a athlete for so many years, you know how important it is to hydrate. But also, what do they have on the field? They have. Gatorade usually, or something, mm. so that the athletes can get that um, charge potential, mm. so that all the cells are functioning and communicating at the highest level. Now, I'm not advocating um, Gatorade yeah, <laughs> because I don't
1: no think way. it's
0: <laughs> the best drink, but just the fact that everybody knows that we need those electrolytes in order to be charged. Yeah. So. I don't know
1: if that puts it. No that that was such so beautifully said with the with the battery and the, but so is it that you know the the purified water that I'm drinking day to day the way I've kind of grown to simplify and understand it is kind of it's almost to an extent over purified and it's almost stripped of its essence is that true and and so that spring water has essentially just minerals and and things within it that kind of make it. Uh, you know, it becomes a better conduit in my body. So is that purified water that I'm drinking? That over purified water, is it almost just basically, just like doesn't it, it lacks the substance that makes water water? Is is that correct?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it lacks the ability for that charge potential because without the minerals, it can't mm. carry the information uh, the way that it needs to. Yeah. So. Minerals are essential in order for that your body's electrical charge to stay charged.
1: Mm. So, what are some what are some ways to begin to like take this into practice and uh, and begin to apply this? Like, what are some low hanging fruit?
0: Yeah. So, the first thing I would say is if you're buying bottled water, exchange the purified water for. Mountain spring water. That's going to be your best and easiest upgrade at this moment. Um, if you're having water delivered to you, instead of getting, look at the delivery system that you have. Is this company a purified water or is it a mountain spring water? And I would choose the the mountain spring water over the purified water all day long because purified water is hungry water. It's actually drawing the minerals. It's depleting you. It's actually dehydrating us. Wow. So it's really, so they say, a lot of people will say, oh, well, we get our minerals from food and we get it from salt. And yes, that is true. But our commercial farming has depleted the minerals out of the soil. And even organic farming, we are missing the minerals that we need. We need the elements from the periodic table. The periodic table is there because those are the elements to create life. That's all of the elements that we need in order to create this world, to create our bodies. And those elements are found in the ocean. Now, if you go drink out of the ocean, you're gonna taste, it tastes salty. And that's all of the minerals in the ocean's um, plasma. And there's 78 trace elements in the ocean's plasma. And those trace elements match the blood plasma of the way, well, they match what our blood plasma should look like. But if I took your blood plasma right now, Max, it would probably be missing many of those trace elements. Mm. And that's why we have trouble rebuilding or repairing our tissue when we um, get, you know, when we get an injury or whatever our body needs to repair itself it's not doing it at the highest level if we're missing some of those trace elements needed because those are the building blocks for life Mm -hmm. so the the only way that you can get all 78 trace elements is really from the the ocean's plasma um and that's why i'm such an advocate of Quinton. i'm not affiliated with Quinton. i don't own a share in quinton but i believe that it changed my life and i love to share the information of quinton with everybody because it's purified cold um processed ocean plasma that comes in these glass vials that has all 78 trace elements that you can put into your water or put under your tongue wow and that was the thing that helped me because when we're talking about in the beginning of the story my journey of how i was so dehydrated it was because I had a severe mineral imbalance Hmm. that wasn't addressed it wasn't something that any of the doctors noticed Uh, and so when I found out that I had this severe mineral imbalance the ketone had all 78 trace elements in perfect ratios and when I started to take that and get the minerals I needed my body became came back to life Hmm. and I no longer have that thirst issue anymore. My skin's so supple and really hydrated and my body's super hydrated. And, um, I feel like more energetic, younger, more vibrant than I did when I was even in my early teens. So yeah, I just, it's like a message that changed my life and brought me back to life. And that's why I want to help other people know this simple, simple message that Just get minerals in your water, preferably all 78 trace elements if you can. But if you can't, just start with mountain spring water. And that's going to help significantly um, hydrate you more than the purified water that you're drinking.
1: It's so so beautiful and simple. And it's water makes life. We are made of water. And if the water we're made up of isn't like made of those minerals, isn't full of life, I can imagine it's hard for us to be as full of life as we want to be. And um, you're definitely a great walking example. Um, Yeah, your skin is just incredibly vibrant and beautiful, and you're full of energy. Um, I I think back to when I played basketball competitively, I had this chronic issue. um, And, of course, I was doing as best as I could at the time with the knowledge I had. I was taking in potassium. I was taking supplements. I was eating, you know, like a paleo diet. I would always cramp in my muscles and have these like really hardcore contractions in my muscles by like the end of the game. I went to doctors. I got blood work at the time, but the traditional doctors I was going to, they were just like, Oh, you know, like, I don't know what the problem is. Drink more Gatorade, eat a banana. And I always intuitively felt like this is a mineral issue. I have some sort of deficiency. And when, yeah. you ta- and when you talk about the water, I would, I would be the guy carrying a gallon of water with me at all times. I could never put it down. I was always hydrating, um, and if I didn't have my water, I was getting anxious because I was like, "Oh my gosh, now I'm for sure going to cramp up." And I just can't imagine had I addressed this mineral issue earlier um, and looked at this earlier, what could have been the case? And I, and looking back, I can see you know with my water habits, I was probably overhydrating and I was probably dehydrating myself with the water I was drinking.
0: Yes, that's that's an issue. Overhydrating or not, I wouldn't say overhydrating. It's just that when we're putting too much water through our system we're actually flushing minerals out of our system Mm. so and especially if we're drinking water that doesn't have that that balanced mineral ratio inside of it then it's not going to be able to penetrate the cell wall the way that it needs to so we're not going to be getting um our cells hydrated the way they need to and they're going to be too isotonic we and we also don't want them to be too hypertonic either which means too hydrated because that could Cancerous cells are hypertonic. So, we want to make sure that it's just a balanced ratio, that there's just enough hydration inside the cell. And, you know, then we can go into something deeper, and this is another show. But inside the cell, uh, yeah. Gerald Pollack has discovered the fourth phase of water. So, we always thought that water was just solid, liquid, and gas, but now we've realized that it's also jets. Just- and that's inside the cell there is this there is this uh, structured water it's called the fourth phase of water easy water h3o2 and this is the when we were talking about our cell phone being charged this is what keeps our cells charged is that h3o2 that structured water the cells um, has this polarization where it's got this positive and negative charge and And so it keeps the um, cytoplasm um, of the cell, this gelatinous structure, and that's a healthy cell. Mm. The things that are depolarizing the cell, like electromagnetic frequencies, dirty um, EMFs, Wi-Fi, cell phones, these are deeply dehydrating because they're depolarizing our cells. And we need our cells to have that... H3O2, that structured water, that easy water inside in order for those cells to talk to each other without cellular communication, we will not be healthy. We will not thrive. We will not have energy.
1: It's fascinating. And, and I like to think of this because I'm not, I wouldn't, I'm health conscious. I I'm open and diving into this information all the time, but I wouldn't consider myself like a biohacker. And I, and I like your message because it doesn't feel, it feels foundational, uh, instinctual, intuitive it, it resonates at a level that's not like okay i'm just like optimizing for the sake of optimizing like this feels like foundational to health so for you how do you see this we were having like a you know a big picture conversation before this how do you see this type of health information and just like prioritizing the water in our cells how do you see that you use the word on your website like water as a transforming factor how do you see water being like in our relationship to it fitting into the bigger picture of our life and whatever we're trying to accomplish, rather than viewing this as a health hack or like another thing to kind of tack on to like, you know, I should probably do that. Um, Why is this almost like fundamental to basically the life that we're trying to create for ourselves? I know that's a big question.
0: No, you're getting me all excited now. I'm
1: like, oh, okay. Now we're getting into the good stuff. Now we're We're,
0: getting into
1: it. We covered the the facts. Now we're getting-
0: Yeah. now let's get into the real drip the part that gets me excited yeah for um, real so well like we talked about in the beginning of the show we're 98.9 percent water molecules i mean that's incredible like when you really think about it it's like oh my gosh are we really that much water water is the most renewable resource when you're sleeping at night you know you're respirating it's coming out of you it's in the air all around us it's, water molecules are everywhere and they're carrying information the thoughts that i'm thinking are carrying this vibrational frequency and that's affecting the water molecules in the air it's affecting the environment have you ever walked into a room when someone's in a fight and you didn't see the fight happen but you walked in afterwards and there's a strong energy inside the room and you just know yeah it's their water molecules in the air carrying that information and they're signaling to your cells what's happening water is the greatest conductor. it's, it's like conducting wow. symphony, you know, and I was thinking about this this morning when I woke up, like our body's like a symphony happening and then the water is the conductor and everything's going on and, and healthy, healthy organs, healthy glands are vibrating at a certain frequency that is in that the information held inside that water molecule. And that's the, the frequency vibrating. And when we get sick, when our cells are sick, when our, when our organs and glands are sick, it's because those water molecules have this information inside of them and they're vibrating at a, a dissonant frequency. So going back to what you just asked this big picture question, I get excited when I think about that I'm not a victim of my health anymore. You're not a victim of your health. We have the choice of where we want our thoughts to be what kind of music we want to be listening to because that is sending a signal to every single cell in our body that music it's not just going into our ears or our brain it's literally affecting the the, the orchestra of the symphony inside of our body the relationships that we have with others are they healthy or are they unhealthy the relationship that I have with myself, the relationship that I have with food, the relationship that I have with my environment, the the choices I'm making every day that is affecting every single water molecule in my body. Mm -hmm. And so it gets really exciting when we realize that we can listen to music that's raising the frequency. We can eat high vibrational foods that we can pick from the garden and eat organic, or we can choose to take our shoes off and charge to the earth instead of that rubber sole. We can go in the sunlight and let the sun charge the mitochondria of our cells and send that vibrational frequency. We can speak words of love. We can speak truth. Because when we're not speaking our truth, that's sending a dissonant frequency throughout our body. Lies, untruth, um, things that are are not kind, those are informing all the water molecules in our body with dissonant frequencies.
1: I love hearing you put it that way because you come from a medical scientific world, but you are talking about frequency and vibrations and energy and for me I almost started in like the world of mysticism and like philosophy spirituality and so those were words I would naturally use and intuitively I could feel which things were making my energy better and which were making it worse from the foods I was eating were they were they whole foods and natural foods or were they processed or was I being outside all day or was I inside staring at screens and but to hear from you Kind of the science, and I think that's the beauty about the times we're in right now. We're almost getting science and evidence to back intentionality and uh, frequency and vibration. It's just so beautiful to hear. There's that was just like so. I just got so fired up. (laughs) I want to like zero in on the the impact of intention. I've briefly heard Darren Olien talk about this about the intentionality and how that it can impact actual water structure. Yeah. Can you tell me about that? I I don't even know how to phrase the question, but like, how can my intention, the thoughts I think, or like almost like a prayer impact my structure, the water I'm drinking, the water that's around me. Tell me Mm -hmm. about that.
0: Yeah, so one of the first popular people that came into mainstream that brought that to our attention was Dr. Emoto. There were many ancients before that had studied that, but I'm gonna bring up his name because that's who more people can connect with. Yeah. Um, Dr. Emoto, did some tests where he took um, water and he would speak over the water, like the word love. And he would watch how the structure would change and it would become, the molecules would become structured inside that that test that he, he had done with that water. But then he would use a word like hate and he would see how it was unstructured. So it was it was really interesting. His work um, is very controversial because many scientists were true, like, I don't want to say true scientists, but scientists who say, like, can we replicate work and keep, you know, a true scientist is going to say, we have to be able to replicate this. Almost tr- traditional,
1: traditional scientists, maybe.
0: Traditional scientists, thank you. Because uh, I don't want to say real. Um, but. So there's, it's a little bit of controversy, but what we're learning is that he was on to something and it is in fact true. Water is the source receiver of all information that it comes in contact with. That is factual and true. We know that now there's no way to dispute it, but Um, how it's organized and all of that we are still learning. It's still so something that we still do not understand completely. But what we do understand is that water is influenced by everything. Um, So it is influenced by the words we speak. It's influenced by the music. It's influenced by The pipes that it comes in contact with as it gets to your faucet. Hmm. It's influenced by the chemicals and the pharmaceuticals that have gotten into the water. And so when you were talking earlier about how do we simply make, you know, drink good water, it's like, well, it's not really that simple, but we, we can make it simple, but it's really so water is so magnificent. I mean, it's like, most people think of filtering their water. They have a home filtration system, which would be like reverse osmosis, water yeah. distillation, or carbon filter that they have maybe on their um, refrigerator. So that's essentially dealing with the chemistry of the water, okay? And that's important because like when I went to Guatemala, people were dying because the chemistry wasn't dealt with and there were biological contaminants in the water. So we want to address the chemistry of the water, this is important, but since water is a source receiver of all information it comes in contact with, when we just address the chemistry of the water and not the physics or the bioenergetics of the water, then we're not completely optimizing the water to the best ability that we can. So that's why vortexing the water, I'm such a big proponent of vortexing, because vortexing the water is actually removing that energetic that energetic imprint everything that the water has come in contact with so the information that was given to the water about those pollutants the chemicals the whatever was imprinted into that water on its journey to get to me it removes it and then it the vortex actually re-informs it of this living frequency and so not only am i getting clean water chemically but bioenergetically and the physics has been addressed as well so now i have the most hydrating water Mm. ever
1: and what is a for people that don't know What does vortexing water mean
0: so in nature water is is vortexing so if if you've been to a living yeah or living waterfall water's moving Yeah. In order for water to be healthy, it needs to be moving, not sitting still.
1: It needs to be alive almost, right?
0: Yes, it's alive, living water. I I mean, mean, you know, you've traveled. When you drink water from a living source, it's like so crisp. Mm. And there's information in it that makes you feel alive. It makes you feel so good, Mm. right? Totally. Yeah, so... That's what it does is it's putting that information back into the water. That's this living frequency. And it's just basically mimicking nature because we live in a society where most of us are in a city and we don't, we don't have this ability or luxury to go to a living source every day. And the sad thing is most of the sources that we can get water from have been contaminated anyways. And it's just really disheartening, but Um, we want to get back to nature and what nature does and water, water's moving through minerals. It's moving through the rocks. It's moving around all of the mineral sources and vortexing and swirling and moving. And when we have water coming out of our faucet, it's going through these straight pipes that that's not what water wants to do. It wants to move. It wants to spin. It wants to vortex. It doesn't want to go like this. So water (laughs) has been adulterated. Yeah. (laughs) We've hurt the water, we have traumatized the water. And it it sounds so funny, but it's really true. It's like, because water is the source receiver of all information, it is carrying this information of trauma by the time it gets to us, to our faucet. And and so that's why just using some carbon filter on our refrigerator or, you know, addressing the chemistry is just not Mm -hmm. enough if we're 98.9% water molecules why not vortex the water okay so how do we do that if you don't have a lot of money to spend on a water vortex or you might want to get like an egg-shaped container <laughs> this is a, obviously a snow globe but an egg-shaped um, water container because it will actually naturally vortex Wow you know so you want to have it in some sort of egg-shaped container so that it can have the positive and negative charge that polarity and and, Mm. um, it can move there's different things on the market water vortexers um i would my favorite one is the umh i just like that one because i feel so alive when I drink the water. It's made out of 24, 24 karat gold plated. It has the crystals and it. it has the sacred geometry, the Fibonacci sequencing. And so it's doing that double vortex. And it's like when you start using the UMH, you know the UMH because uh, our friend Justin has one. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the other
1: things. It's magical
0: it's like magic water right yeah um it's because your body has it's being signaled that information as soon as you drink it your cells know it's like oh this is living water
1: yeah well it's like the feeling i like that you talked about grounding it's the it's like the diff like if drinking normal water that i'm used to drinking is like walking around in the grass with like thick socks and shoes on drinking the right water is like having my shoes off and just being like, oh, like this feels just so good to be foot on grass. Like this is natural. This is what I was designed to be feeling.
0: Oh my gosh, that's that's such an amazing way to put it. I, I like it, that. Analogy. It's like
1: it's like coming home. Yeah, it's coming home to my natural aliveness. Um, and I think, you know, I liked that. I I wanted to mention like I'm not a biohacker. You know, because the reason I immediately when I found you and your work was just like intuitively like, yes, yes, yes. I think it was because that intuitive knowing that like we are these conduits of energy and everything is communicating. And like, if my body is kind of one of the, like you said, when you walk into that room where there was that fight, it is, there's information informing my cells of what's going on. I want my cells to be as good at communicating with the outside world and with energy as as much as possible and so if I'm not putting the right water into my body I can just imagine that my system of deciphering information or extending you know purifying my thoughts and 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 I'm getting a little metaphysical but like you know I I'm not as good of a conductor as I could be I'm not as good of a channel of information as I could be so it just makes intuitive sense that Let's clean up this this body, this system at the most foundational level with water, so that I can move about and and set intentions and receive inset, uh, intentions as purely as possible.
0: Yes. Oh, you said that so beautifully.
1: <laughs> Thank you. So I had this question that I wanted to. Um, this is super maybe off topic. Tulum. We talked about fresh water. Tulum has all these beautiful cenotes. Tulum, Mexico, where I just was, and um, just to swim in that to be in naturally charged water. This is so beautiful. But there's something weird about Tulum that I haven't really experienced. I know people say places like Sedona are really energetically charged. Um, they call them vortexes, energetic vortexes. Tulum, I have never experienced a place where I had felt that, where just the amount of synchronicities and the amount of, um, you know, it seemed like everybody had the same story of like almost metaphysical things happen, happening to them to an extent that, really was like wow this is like really trippy i was talking to locals and i guess those cenotes are everywhere but also underneath most of tulum if not all of tulum are underwater channels and you know it's almost like every you're standing on top of water from your perspective do you think that has and this is so off topic but do you think this has an effect on like the energy of a place when it when there's so much water beneath you especially uh, like sacred you know natural water like do you think intentions people's intentions were traveling farther people felt more connected what do you think what do you think that is and why does water play such a big part in that if at all
0: there's no doubt about it that that's true yeah wow. Sure. I mean, wow. water is the conductor right it's conducting the symphony it's like everything's moving and flowing and water is so magical it's just it's one of those things i just hold so sacred and so grateful for and even I think about like in the scriptures and the Bible, it like talks about living water, and everything goes back to the water. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I totally believe that that charged water has a huge impact. I mean, I've owned a functional medicine practice for for thirteen years. I mean, it's evolved. It was a it's a wellness retreat, it's a wellness spa, all these things, but um, it's evolved over the years. But For many years, we would have patients come in, and um, it was like we were focusing on trying to get to the root of the problem, which is important. We want to find the root, but over time, I realized that our biochemistry, there's so many thousands, millions of, of biochemical reactions happening all at one time. It's really hard to really pinpoint what's happening inside that person's body at that time and you know a lot of people will attach themselves to the word cancer or attach themselves to the word uh, Lyme or fibromyalgia or whatever it is because this doctor has put this label on them and I noticed that those people would were really struggling with their sickness and many of them would stay sick no matter what type of herbs or whatever they were doing, it wasn't until they changed their mindset and focused on the basic foundational principles of health that the transformation started to take place. And what I realized was that most people have not been given the foundational basics for health. They were not taught growing up that we need to have Minerals that are balanced in our water. We need to have living water. You know, these aren't like things that most of us have been taught. So in my practice, I was like, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a step back and say, I'm not giving any like supplements or mineral like huge protocols to anyone until we get them the foundational basics first. So when clients would start to come in, I would say, switch your water. Number one from filtered water to mountain spring water. And here's some mineral drops you can put in your water. Number two, I want you to take a walk with your shoes off every day, preferably in wet sand. If you can, if you live near a beach, if not, then somewhere in nature where it hasn't been sprayed by pesticides, but for 45 minutes, walk barefoot.
1: Hmm.
0: Number three, I want you to get 15 to 30 minutes of sunlight preferably morning sun where you're watching the sun rise and then number four i want you to focus on your thoughts when you wake up in the morning the first thing i want you to do is make a list of the things you are so grateful for the fact that maybe you have legs to get up and walk to the restroom maybe you had a warm blanket over your body to sleep with Maybe you have a family that you love that supports you. Maybe you woke up and you're not starving, you know, whatever those things are that you can focus on do those. So just give them those four steps. There's, there's, I have nine pillars to help that I've written out, but these are the four that I would start them with. Yeah. 99% of the time they come back like a new person wait a minute, what just happened here? I don't even know. And it was just like the light bulb went off in my head and I was like, wow, we're getting it all wrong here. We are trying so hard to, you know, focus on being so, so scientific and like, oh, I'm the one that gets it. I have perfect pill to fix this person yeah
1: yeah it's like it's like overly optimized it's overly it's, it's the details much. yeah
0: like you're talking about biohacking it's like i don't even like that word biohacking i love the word bioharmonizing. harmonizing we just want to bring everything back into harmony what are we trying to hack let's just harmonize what, what we have in our system and And if we can just get people back to the basics, they're gonna have this foundation that all of those fun biohacking things can just build on top of. But if you don't have the basic foundations, like your cells aren't talking to each other properly because you're dehydrated, which most of Americans are, we are a a chronic epidemic of dehydration worldwide. Mm. And so if your cells are not talking to each other, guess what, we're gonna have inflammation in our body. Guess what, if you're if you're dehydrated, you're gonna be inflamed, and inflammation is connected to all disease. So how about we just go back and make this a little bit more basic and just figure out how we can hydrate. I'm not saying hydration's gonna cure everything, I don't like that word, but I love giving people hope of knowing that things aren't as hard as you might think they are. Mm. I know with my health story, it was that simple. And having a clinic for the last almost 13 years has shown me that as well with every single patient that I've come in contact with, I've been able to see that that story holds true for everyone I've come in contact with. And it's just really beautiful.
1: Wow. I love that you brought it back because that was going to be one of my questions, kind of what were your basic pillars of health? Uh, Because I knew water was like a big component, but- you know, you're, when you're in this world, you can't just focus on one variable. So I'm so glad that you gave us four that we can really focus on. After this conversation, I'm going to ask you for like some, you know, some links that I can share for people that want to take their, like myself included, I'm ready to take my water relationship to the next level. And so I'm going to plug those into the show notes. You know, from, I love the idea that my, my career, my projects, my art, like what I'm trying to build in this world can only grow to the extent that I do. Yeah. And that's why I'm so passionate about like, the, I, I love the mental spiritual side of things, emotional side of things. And I felt the same way, you know, like the, so much of the basics of what it means to be connected to like or reharmonized internally for myself. I just, I, no one told me them. They were just like one-on-one how to be a human being feeling good in my own skin. I I, I had to go out and really look hard for them. And so <laughs> the same comes back to the health. Um, have you felt that's been your experience where like, you know, my work, my projects, my art can only grow to the extent that I do internally and and how much, you know, like our physical health, our water being barefoot, the food we eat, the sunshine plays into that. And so you know, I know you're a consultant, you own many businesses, you're an educator, you have a podcast, you're doing a lot in the world, building a lot. I can imagine that your devotion to treating yourself almost as like a temple and giving yourself the care that you deserve has helped you progress in the things that matter to you.
0: There's no doubt about it. Um, That hasn't hit more true than than right now. I would. Last week, I was feeling so depleted and tired, and I had to ask myself the question, what's depleting my energy? Because I'm responsible for myself, right? We, we love to point the finger. This person's not doing that for me. That's not happening the way I want to. And no, that's when we become a victim. We get empowered when we realize, oh, I get to take responsibility. I have the ability to respond. So when I ask myself the question, "Hmm, what's depleting my energy? I realized that I was putting out so much and not taking the time to just receive, receive divine love, receive just the gift of being still and knowing that everything I need is already within and not looking outside for that external validation or that external whatever I was needing, support, love, affection, those kind of things, just knowing, okay, I can just be still and Take a deep breath and rest and know it's already here. And I don't, I don't need to strive for it. I don't need to work so hard to build enough for it. I already have it. And um, so, yeah, when I, when I just kind of like even took a moment to, to ask the question and realize that I was like, oh, mm. yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing too much to trying too hard why Hmm. you know (laughs) why why do we do this (laughs) wow
1: i i and i know we took we you and i talked for like 30 minutes before this conversation even started about this very topic and um it is i'm on the same journey and i think that's why we connected at this time it's just i so often will do so many things to kind of look for that feeling outside of myself i'll do more work i'll connect with more people um And really it comes back to how much are you sitting with yourself and and trying to cultivate that inside of you. And I've been liking this idea of that, like, you know, it's a paradoxical, like the more you seek it, the more you seek, the less you actually receive. And the more you, the harder you try, the less you're actually getting what you're looking for. It's almost pushing it farther away. So I love that you closed with that. We're wrapping up here. Is there anything else that we're going to have to do another one? I could have talked to you for like two more hours. (laughs) um so many directions is there any other bows before i ask you a couple last quick questions is there any other bows you want to wrap on this conversation we've had
0: i just think driving home again reiterating that what you're looking for that that feeling of feeling alive feeling enough it's already there and the optimizing your health is not difficult it does not need to be expensive it's something that everybody has access to Um, and it's just finding the ways to um, to do that and so drink spring water or water with minerals in it get some sunlight ground to the earth and get some good sleep and make sure you know you keep your accountable for your thoughts because those are sending the frequencies that are imprinting all the water molecules in your body and so this is like this. This is the time, you guys. We have so much where we always thought this was true, but now science is proving it. Like, wow, this really is true. The thoughts we think are affecting our health. The mm. every everything around us is, and and so it, it's just an exciting time to be alive.
1: I love it, and it's perfect orchestration for me personally to hear this message and then having this conversation. I feel like. Post, you know, post COVID, that kind of like made me just rest for longer than I'm used to. I feel like this beautiful opportunity to rebuild and start from scratch. And this conversation is so beautiful because it really is like the foundation of what it means to be a healthy Max. And for anybody listening, I want to offer like I know a lot of people, you know, can almost feel stressed out by all the things they feel like they need to do to be healthy and to quote unquote make themselves better. And I. I don't think that's what health is about. It's not about becoming better because you're already amazing. It's about coming home to yourself and it's it's about removing the barriers of it's like, you know, being that conductor that you can be that it's like let's remove the parts of you that aren't really your song, you know, and coming back to like your true essence. And I think that's what's beautiful about what you're sharing. It's not about making myself different or better. It's just coming back to the full trueness of what it is to be alive Um, so i love that and thank you for um joining me i have two last questions that i like to ask and you can keep your answers as brief as you'd like what is a piece of advice tracy after all the experiences you've had your running businesses your health journey what piece of advice would you give yourself at age 25
0: the biggest piece of advice i would give myself is to Look within for my validation know who I am at my solid core and not deviate from that not look to anybody or any external thing to give that to me, but to let it come from within and truly know that and that um, Gosh, if, if I would have just done that from the beginning. I think I would have had it a lot easier because I'm really, I'm really starting to to understand that more and it's just so liberating it's Mm. so freeing and it feels so good
1: and if if tracy would have been like where do i start with that where do i you know that sounds nice to find validation within myself where what would where would you point tracy to start with that process
0: yeah that's a great question because it 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 is um it does take some direction i think the self-talk is where you start first. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like the way you look or the way you, way you feel or your social status or whatever is going on, you talk to yourself and tell, you, tell yourself the things that you do love over and over, the things that you're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had to start like literally the, the things that like looking myself in the mirror and saying, you have the sweetest eye you have the kindest smile. You're so gentle. You're so sweet. You're full of love. Every molecule in your body is vibrating to the frequency of love. You know, just really, really sending yourself that message because we look so hard for other people to tell us the things that we want to hear. And really nobody even knows what we really want to hear. Only we know. And, and only we can really give that to ourselves. And the more I started seeing myself through the eyes of love and telling myself the things that I wanted to hear, I started to become that more. I started to see that more in myself. I started to radiate it. And then it's crazy because people started to say about me. Mm-hmm. And so I became a mirror of my own inner world. So I think you start with just thinking about, what do I need? right now and i'm gonna give that to myself with the thoughts i'm thinking and the words i'm saying and, mm. and 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 looking in the mirror is helpful it's really kind of creepy at first but
1: <laughs> i have i it's trippy that we're having this conversation tracy because and it's of course it's perfect with you and it's just it's, it's perfect but <laughs> that has been a practice that i actually have adopted in the last couple of weeks is looking at myself in the mirror Yay! and showering myself with praise and of course it's so weird at first it's the weirdest thing but but, i was in i was alone for two weeks in isolation and i took it as an opportunity to really like go at the foundation of my self-reflection how i treat myself and my self-talk and i i just love how beautifully you put that and i think that is the work like that is the work Uh, i like how uh, the author of the untethered soul i forgot his name he says like we have this voice within us and it's like this roommate we have. And so many of us have this just incredibly horrible roommate that we would never choose to live with if it was in the outside world, but in our own heads, we can be so uh, tough on ourselves. So thank you for that beautiful reminder. And then the last question, um, my podcast is called looking up. What does looking up mean to you when you hear it?
0: Looking up. Wow. That, I mean, the first thing that just comes to my mind is looking, looking to divine looking to the divine creator and just resting in that truth of knowing that is love and i am love because i was created in love and so it's this like just look at keep looking back to love because when we keep looking out i'm seeing Things that I don't like I'm seeing pain I'm seeing hurt I'm seeing so many things but when I keep looking up I'm reminded of love and I'm reminded what I was created in I'm reminded what others were created in I'm reminded of our truth and yeah so looking up is looking back to love
1: (laughs) you're beautiful inside and out Tracy thank you so much for just showing up the way you did today. And, and thank you for, for joining me on the podcast. Where can people find you? I, I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna get these links from you and link them up. Um, but where would you know, you encourage people to find you to take the next steps?
0: Um, so I'm very active on Instagram. I do like my nine pillars of health are there. And I like to post little things. So it's just Tracy Doos T-R-A-C-Y, and then D-U-H-S and then my website is t-r-a-c-y-d-u-h-s as well.com tracydews.com
1: cool tracy thank you so much
0: yeah thank you max
1: that does it for this episode, guys. Thank you for listening all the way through. If you did, you're my favorite type of person. I'm going to include some links and resources below regarding hydration. So hopefully those help. If you don't mind, share this conversation with someone who might like it. Share the show. Share this to Instagram. Show your dog my work. He might love it and uh, help this thing grow. I love you guys. I'm so appreciative of this community that is blossoming. I feel like we're really just getting started. I'm almost at a hundred episodes. So if you're here, if you're listening to this, I appreciate and love you. And uh, I'm happy to be supporting your journey. I'm excited for what's to come. 2021 is around the corner. I love you. I'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs>